What's up, guys? Welcome to the Messy Planet podcast, where we talk about pop culture, politics, and all the pettiness in between. I am Taylor. And I'm Maisie. And I'm going to apologise now. We've been gone six weeks. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. We do enjoy making this a lot and talking about all the craziness that we do. So our sincerest apologies yeah. to anyone that was kind of waiting or expecting on a new episode. But you know what? You're listening now. It's here. Like We're committed, babe. We are. We're ready to party. So today we are going to talk about a bunch of different things as per usual. We've got the Kardashians, a bit of Kendall Jenner, Hugh Hefner, Uber, um, and Neo Yokio. My favorite show. Our, our new obsession. So yeah. I'm going to let you start with this Kardashian madness because um, I've actually lost track and it's not like I, I don't care, but it's like it's all over my Twitter, so I can't not see it. I am obsessed. Like, we could talk about the Kardashians at least once an episode. Oh, goodness. And, like, I don't think Kris Jenner could have planned this any better. I don't like to think that Mama Chris planned it. I think it all happened naturally. But, you know, I just want to be that naive stan. But, um... Yeah, so if you don't know, um, there are rumours, well, one of them has been confirmed, but there are rumours that three of the Kardashian-Jenner women are prego. Um, so we have Kim, who has actually, like, uh, confirmed, confirmed it with a surrogacy yeah. in, like, the new season premiere. With the trailer, which there were theories about that that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, and then apparently Chloe is pregnant with her first child with her boyfriend Tristan Thompson who plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Something like that. Is Cleveland in Ohio? He's black. He's a basketball player. That's basically Chloe's requirements. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, the most surprising one which I was so upset about. I was like, <laughs> babe, you've ruined your life. Not that having kids ruined your life but like she's ruined her life um <laughs> she <laughs> kylie jenner is apparently pregnant with travis scott's baby i mean is he an a-list or is he a b-list or a c-list no he's definitely a-list let's, do you think let's not even get it twisted yeah but anyone that doesn't like i feel like his fame doesn't translate to people that don't like music Mm. I personally don't think I've ever heard a song by Travis Scott. Yeah, but that's you. Yeah, that's me. You listen to a lot of different music. If you know, like, about hip hop, or just like that kind of hip hop pop culture kind of vibe, or if you're a hype beast or anything, like you, <laughs> you definitely know who Travis Scott is. And I feel like if you listen to Kanye, you yeah. you definitely know who Travis Scott is. So that family listens to Kanye it makes it very clear that they're into black culture so oh. they definitely know who Travis Scott is yeah, I listen to Kanye but I don't know who he is who Kanye is or who Travis Scott Travis is Travis Scott yeah, but, I know who Kanye is yeah but it's like you're not a hip hop fan so yeah. it's like you then I yeah. get it but he's definitely A-list he definitely I feel like he does like Kylie and Travis they add to each other's image Okay. Like you wouldn't agree because like you don't know of Travis Scott, which is fair enough. But like no, he, he makes her, her cool. seem he makes her cool because yeah. she's dating this new sick rapper that everyone loves, and then he's dating basically a Kardashian, so that makes yeah. him relevant. basically Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> another Kanye. Yeah. But um, I can't believe that they're all gonna be born within like two months of each other. 
No, but we don't know that yet. It's all well, apparently. It's all rumors. Yeah, of course, it's all rumors. No one's confirmed anything apart from Kim. So Kim's baby's apparently going to be born like end of January. Yeah. Beginning of February time, and apparently Great. Kylie and Chloe are both due around that time. Although I think Kylie's due first, according to rumors. Um, and then Chloe's due last. I think they need to confirm it now because I am like really over this. I'm, I'm so bored. Pictures. I'm seeing pictures holding big baggy hoodies and bags. Yeah, but oh my and god, <laughs> they know how to tease. Like this is what this is what's even more annoying. It's like they're not confirming, they're not denying it. They're just basking in this extra attention that they all love to say that they hate. Every every single like um, what are they called? those like private interviews during professionals the, yeah during every confessional it's so hard being fake i just want to be a normal teenager i feel like i've missed out okay so why are you still carrying on this like this big paparazzi like yeah thing just confirm it or deny it. i'm like i'm bored i'm bored kylie did my fave thing ever which was she just showed a little bit of midriff in a photo oh, after what? the rumor came out <laughs> and i was like look at this Taylor look at it oh she knows God. how to work exactly media. exactly she knows how to shit. do it that's why I don't care whenever they say like oh yeah it's so hard navigating fame it's like shut up this pays your bills you're doing what you need to do you're teasing the public like you you know what you're doing Chris Jenner is a PR machine yes I mean there are rumours that she leaked the OG sex tape I mean as Kim's manager she had to do what she had to do. <laughs> I don't know, but listen. But going back to the idea of me saying that Kylie's essentially ruined her life. I don't want like, obviously, if you want a child, you have a child in it. Mm. You want a child, you have a child. Good for you. You're taking your life into your own hands. You're doing what you can with your body, with, you know, someone that you like or liked at the time, whatever. No judgment here. We're on no judgment zone. But she is just starting her career. She's got this whole business. <laughs> I love you at no judgment zone, but I'm gonna <laughs> give you my my yeah, judgment I'm anyway. Gonna, I'm gonna judge her. Like, it's Kylie Jenner, she doesn't care what we say. No, but I get what you mean. Like, you know, at 20, 20 years old, you're one of the most popular people in the world. You're definitely one of the richest, like, 20 year olds in yeah. the world. Like, you've got so many opportunities. You've got so much to do. And then it's like, to everyone is like wow you're, you're gonna choose to have a baby after you were babysitting someone else's kid for like oh. two three years oh. or whatever i get it but i just want to know if it's true like i don't care <laughs> i just want to know but i think i think if anyone could have a baby at 20 and still live their life it would be kylie 100 oh, yeah, you just hire all the help but it's fine it's i'm fine. really excited for chloe because she's wanted this for so long if it's like, true after yeah like if it's true after watching the show, like, you saw her, like, have fertility problems when she was with Lamar. And then, like, she admitted that she didn't... She stopped doing her treatments when everything with Lamar was going on. Because like they, weren't, tongue, yeah. they weren't in a good place. At all. And, you know, if this is true, I think I think she'll be a good mum. I think she'll be cute. She's cute with her nieces and nephews, as far as we see on the, on the show and on Instagram and stuff. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt that she'd be... A great mum. I'm just like bored of. I just just confirm it. That's the thing. Like I actually don't care anymore. Yeah, but it's like Cheryl and Liam earlier this year. She never confirmed it until he was born. Yeah, she but- was going out to Paris Fashion Week. This was actually like the anniversary of when she first went out with her bump, and obviously he had pregnant in like quote marks for that whole year. And 
so she actually never confirmed that she was having a child until they came out and were like we've had a baby so maybe they won't confirm it it's it's just boring and then when they do and that's the thing just like with cheryl when they did show look here's our baby i don't feel like anyone cared that much because it's like well yeah we knew you were pregnant the whole time with this baby mm. and i feel like that's gonna happen if if they do confirm it i'm literally gonna be like okay moving on yeah because like, like, just tell me now or i'm not gonna care like that's honestly how i like how i feel about this whole thing but i don't think they would not say anything i think it would get to a point where they would just have to say something yeah i don't think i don't think they could resist keeping that much attention i don't think they need yeah i don't think they need the attention that keeping quiet like gives you yeah because if you don't confirm something then obviously rumors and that like ramp up so like when cheryl was pregnant she might have been dropping out the public eye or whatever decided to keep things spicy and not say anything whereas the kardashians don't really need that kind of publicity they're they're forever gonna be mega famous and always in like you know the daily mail sidebar of shame (laughs) at least three articles a day are kardashians related about their ample assets i can name you three articles (laughs) from today actually one was kylie buying a neon sign was she bearing any cleavage or wearing a ample bosom bosom. the second one was about kylie spending 70 grand on baby clothes and the third one was about courtney who no one read so oh yeah but she's out with her new bae in paris fashion week she also said she'd have another kid oh oh. with scott oh oh (laughs) no why did you i was so ready to shut this topic down but now you're bringing this breeding machine to me like can she just stop playing with scott (laughs) she wants to milk him i'm really tired of it oh do you know what no i'm not even gonna i'm not even going to waste my breath on this woman like i'm sick of it so the show premiered on october the 1st um in america Mm. and so obviously all the rumors like it's already in the daily mail whatever and she said in the show i would consider having another a fourth child with scott if the moment was right don't get excited because it's not happening tomorrow but i'm like you've literally just opened that door you just opened that door like you're a 38 year old woman do what you want have your kids why with scott he is out of control he's so dumb they're both dumb. They're all dumb. Every all of the whole family. Speaking of dumb family members, Kendall. Oh, don't. She's like one of the faves. <laughs> so I'm not sure what happened, but I think did the episode air in America where Kendall was talking about that infamous Pepsi advert? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's yeah, it was in um last night. It episode. aired already. Yeah. Right. So everyone was basically talking about Kendall's reaction and I haven't watched it, but from what everyone is saying on Twitter is that she didn't actually really apologize she just cried and said how bad she felt about it which is which was like to be expected to be honest but yeah but she was under contract by pepsi she couldn't have apologized yeah but i feel like i'm surprised she was even allowed to talk about it but i feel like after those like circumstances like pepsi pulled the commercial after like 24 hours of it all happening like i feel like in those special kind of circumstances she has enough power to kind of say what she wanted you can't break contracts like that yeah but it, it doesn't contract. it doesn't take much to release like a screenshot of a apology typed out on your notes that's what literally every celebrity does that. i feel like she would have done that if she could because they did it with the t-shirts they, yeah, even then that was such a poorly written yeah. it wasn't even an apology oh do you know what you know what? 
I feel like if she could have, she would have. Like, there's obviously, like as I was saying in our conversation earlier, um, Pepsi, one of the biggest companies in the world. One, I don't know how. Who drinks Pepsi? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know, their their contracts would be airtight if they released a statement apologising to Kendall. But they probably had in a contract like you can't you can't say anything about this. Mm, I don't know. I don't buy it. I felt like she could have, but yeah, she could have. She could have just been like, you know what, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. She obviously didn't want to. But that's why I just I just don't rate her her apology. That whole move it was just wrong from the get go. But then that also made me think about like because you said that she was your fave. And I thought, oh, damn, what do you do when your fave is being, like, problematic? So, obviously, last weekend, Hugh Hefner died. Big publishing magnate. um, Totally iconic in terms of, like, how much he contributed to pop culture. He's the founder of Playboy. Yeah, he also done a lot of, quite a lot of extensive, like, work within, like, civil rights, um, trans rights. And then, you know... I felt like Twitter was kind of split in half because half of my timeline were like praising him for um, being an advocate for like sexual liberation, etc. Whilst the other half were like, no, he was a disgusting old man who was, you know, profiting off of being a pervert and he done more against feminism than he did for it. But then I read some, then I read another um, letter from the first trans model that was featured on Playboy in the in the 90s um well no her cover she was featured in it and then she was on the cover years later wasn't she yeah so her feature was because she was the bond girl yeah and after (sighs) she was outed and she kind of retired from modeling because no one wanted to work with her yeah she was on the cover in like 1995 and she wrote a letter about like Hugh Hefner saying like how much he did for her and how his support meant so much to her so that's when I thought, what do you do when your favor is problematic? So I feel like the first thing you do is admitting it. Like, you know what? This person that I really dig isn't right a lot of the times and they need a lo- loads of guidance on, and they need to be called out on. They need to be held accountable for their actions. So even though Hugh Hefner's dead, let's forget about him now. But for someone like Kendall or even Azealia Banks, admitting that your fave is in the wrong Who's is the first fave is Azealia Banks she's I, talented I wanna I want you to tell me if loads is your fave. she's not my fave but loads of people stand her because she's very talented and she speaks out on a lot of things no one wants to talk about within the music industry like racism and sexism so okay. I rate Azealia Banks in that regard but then she does so many problematic things as well. And it's just like, babe, it's just relax. She kills chickens in a closet. I mean, I mean, that's not that's not a normal problematic thing to do, though. Yeah, but like that, she's actually killing animals yeah, for witchcraft. That's that's her spirituality. Like, how, who am I to judge her on that? Honestly, <laughs> who are you to judge her on that? If she, that's what she believes in. And it's not hurting anyone else. It's hurting the chickens. We eat chicken. Yeah, that's true. So she can do what she but wants. I'm not killing them. <laughs> So but you are some kind of way you know i get you i get you no i get completely what's the second stage of the second stage of having a problematic fave probably as much as you praise them doing your bit to call them out as well on their bullshit and not just like blindly supporting them so what really aggravates me about like like kardashian stands or like taylor swift stands is that they don't 
they just they just don't want to listen they just want to be ignorant disregarded yeah to all the things that people get offended and hurt by that is one step that you've got to take as well and the third step is probably what which can be taught to everybody to not put these celebrities on such a high pedestal and remember the fact that they are human and that they are probably in this bubble of privilege and surrounded by a bunch of yes people so they're not gonna be your flag bearer for your personal like social movements and things like that but i think you've got to remember that they are people as well yeah and you know that environment of yes people is probably so toxic yeah but they don't realize that because that's all they've known yeah so that's that's their life but you've got to remember that these people are probably going through shit and the same as everyone else but still don't forget to call them out on their yeah their lives aren't perfect (laughs) they aren't perfect but they can be taught that's the thing i had an experience with this the other day so it's not a person i was watching twilight and i was watching it and i was like this film is trash (laughs) like i was the biggest twilight stan i was team edward one because i read the books and i wasn't stupid um spoiler bella marries edward if you hadn't read it by now like don't bother it's been like five years um i was the biggest dad ever and then i was watching eclipse yesterday and it was just so toxic like they were fighting over this girl but they didn't care to ask her like who do you want to be jacob would just (laughs) ignore her she was like i want to be with edward i love edward and he was like oh so when are you getting changed she's like oh graduation and he's like oh before i've had the chance to it's like she's not a prize you cannot win her she chose edward like get over it but then even edward was like he broke her car so she couldn't drive it to see jacob like that's that's so controlling (laughs) they're so they're both so disgusting (laughs) it was gross and i tweeted like it's trash like it's just misogynistic and you know weird it's so weird that a lot of people base their relationships off this like when they were younger they were like i want to be like edward blah 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 blah. like young girls wanted this and so i was like you know what i have to call this out for what it is crap and that's what you should do to your faves so there we've taught you some things dua lipa teaches you things yes if you're ever in doubt listen to dua lipa new rules or listen to messy planet yeah all that Sadiq Khan, do you not care about my nights out? <laughs> like he's an enemy of progress. You're an enemy of motives. You're an enemy of Saturday nights in Dalston when man lives in South East London. How am I going to get home, Sadiq? To be fair, it's not his decision. It was the TFL. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, what if you didn't know already? We're both mourning the pending loss of Uber. Oh, like. Listen, so I ain't got time. To just wear all black and sing My Chemical Romance. Like, I haven't got time or £80 for a trip down the road <laughs> to get a black cab. I really haven't. <laughs> and, like, I'm not even joking. When the news came out and the decision was, like, um, revealed, me and Macy texted each other because we were genuinely concerned about like our, our social lives. Where you know you remember where you were. So I was just asleep and then I woke up and I saw all these blasts on my phone. It was like, London TFL have taken away Uber's license. I was like, what? what? Half awake, just like glaring at my screen. Like, what is this nonsense? 
Why did I go on Twitter to find everyone saying that Uber was cancelled? Exactly. I did like a thread. I was like so upset. I was so upset. But not only because of the price. Like I've had a bad experience in a minicab. And I think a lot of people have. Especially women. Like. So my experience was I was very, very drunk. I don't condone drinking. But I was very, very drunk. And I was in the front. They put me in the front of the cab. Which was always a bit weird. I've never been at the front of a cab. Go on. And then. um, So we were doing three drop-offs and because i was drunk my friends were like can you drop her off first even though i lived the furthest away they wanted to make sure i got home yeah but the driver said no he dropped the my two friends home first and took me by myself to my house and it made me hug him oh see 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 now now come on uber boss man he will listen if i need to go mcdonald's drive through he will do that but you know what in like i guess tfl's defense or whatever they were a lot of people had said that you know uber didn't um was basically doing misconduct especially when it came to passenger safety and it wasn't regulated yeah. enough x y and z it wasn't reported enough that yeah attacks were happening but then i thought but that that can happen in any cab service yeah. like it does happen to people yeah. whether it's a black cab a private taxi company another different app uber like it just happens all the time unfortunately yeah. that is a fact of life but I've like a lot of my friends have had experiences of like being discriminated against whether it's their sexuality or their color in black cabs so it's like if you're gonna heavily regulate one thing you have to make sure everyone provides a good um, service if a driver is gonna rape someone or attack someone they're gonna do it regardless of what company they work for exactly but a lot of people are saying that uber's tests and stuff are different to normal tests yeah I so have these heard people that. slip through like if they've got previous in like other countries which a lot of them might have because the, a lot of them are immigrants yeah so that's another that yeah. brings another massive debate about it there was this really good piece in the guardian that um the messy planet twitter account will tweet out because it was really good about like this underlying like racial slash brexit kind of debate yeah. regarding these private black cab um, taxis and uber and the fact that all of these thousands of drivers are now going to be basically made redundant right before christmas yeah but they're going to go on to job seekers they can go on to job seekers straight away because they've lost their job so it's going to put more strain on the government and it is like counterintuitive you're trying to get people into jobs you know less people you know homeless less people out of work yet you're doing this i just i just don't get it yeah i mean of course uber please just do whatever you need to do to upgrade your standards or whatever because we need you they would be silly to not they're appealing it anyway but they would be silly to not change their rules and their guidelines because it's one of their like biggest markets why would they lose that yeah exactly and there are other cities around the world looking at london thinking well uber if london can ban you so can we so something needs to change this is going to be pivotal in how uber runs like they've even like recently they started bringing like tips and stuff as well which is cute sometimes i give boss man a little tip i mean it depends (laughs) what week it is depends (laughs) how drunk i am how recently i got paid but you know what like it is what it is but i completely understand that some people don't use it because they don't feel safe and that is fair enough but my case is the opposite i don't use mini cabs because i don't feel safe anymore. yeah ex- exactly and the fact that i can share my location yeah. share my journey with like whoever i need to do that with but also like there was another thread on the day um the news broke out 
and it was all these different women sharing their experiences their bad experiences in these private taxis and how great it was that uber with uber it just guarantees you a safe journey home no hassle you knew exactly how much you were gonna pay for it yeah and you know it was just reliable and it was just something you could always use and turn to and price is the biggest thing as well because especially if you live beyond zone three no beyond zone two you're fucked basically you're going to be paying you're going to be shelling out in a private taxi like at least 30 40 pounds which is expensive yeah like i so me and my friend if i I'll stay with my friends at night out so average night out is it heaven in charing cross so we'll get a cab from there to romford which is essex cost 30 quid between two people that's 15 pounds each i'm all right paying that yeah if that was in a black cab it would probably be around 70 80 quid yeah. and i'm not paying that after no paying that on a night out i will leg it i'm not even joking but <laughs> i'm not getting on a night bus either exactly. because they're scary like, hella scary especially like, when you're by yourself when you're exactly. with a group of people it's okay but tfl if you're gonna ban uber because of like you know their guidelines and their rules and stuff okay do it but you need to improve night buses you need to improve policing on night buses you need to improve night tube not even that i need someone to walk me straight to my door (laughs) i need that because that may be unrealistic no but that's why uber was so great you could literally drop me outside my door i don't need to think about the journey from the bus stop to my house which is a long walk down a busy active road with many drunkards and dodgy people i haven't been on like night tube that often i've been on it maybe like five six times i was on the central line once at like four o'clock in the morning by myself and there was a fight between two grown men and so i was in the firing line i could have got hit in the face and it's just so scary and it's annoying as well i don't need that at four o'clock in the morning i mean i'm probably already hung over at that point (laughs) i'm already starting to just become sober and disgusting I don't need to be getting on a bus that's, you know, smells of piss. Exactly. It's a nice, clean Uber, TFL, fix up, Sadiq Khan, like, just help man out. There are other apps you can use, though, and a lot of people have been putting those on Twitter. True. Um, and, yeah, so if you are looking for an alternative, we'll tweet out some alternative apps and And they can pay us for advertising them because yeah. all of our millions of listeners will be hearing this. So Taylor, yes. Do you want a Toblerone? I do want a Toblerone. Should we get one after this? We could do. Let's. I will get the a small bar. Places sell Toblerone. They do. A, they do. They do have small bars, but it's Christmas now. No, no. Christmas shopping season has begun, Please so don't it will say be it's Christmas around. Now. <laughs> uh, so um, scary. Christmas is like eighty days away or something like ah, that. I'm not even eighty joking. days. But we digress. We are kind of um, quoting our new obsession, Neo Yokio, which is on Netflix. If you've been under a rock for the past few weeks, uh, the greatest city in the world, Neo Yokio. So it's this really cute anime that um, Ezra Koenig from Vampire Weekend, yes, made, created, and produced, and all that. Jaden Smith is like the star of the english dubbed version it's got a bunch of other famous people in it like his sister willow who does willow play one of the helen oh whatever they're called oh what are they called i don't know what her fans and amanda is one plays one of them as well oh okay yeah so she's amanda stenberg is in it as well but um it's just about this demon slayer nouveau riche demon slayer magistocrat 
Magistocrat. They made up a lot of words and they a lot did. of things for this, but I was here for it. Yeah. It's all millennial pink and, you know, if you're born between the years of 1981 and 1997, you'll love it. Yeah, like it's so aesthetically pleasing and then it just has so many, like, great pearls of wisdom it is and it's so meta yeah and i hate <laughs> saying that word you know oh yeah it's so self-referential it's so meta no this is actually so funny yeah because it's it uh, it takes the piss out of everything that is treated so seriously yeah like you know social media rankings they've got a massive board in the middle of what's supposed to be like Times square called the bachelor board and then if you're like number one like who is it, Kaz, who's Jaden Smith's character, gets invited to, like, the basketball game front row. Yeah. Because he's number one bachelor. And they call him, is it Ichiban? Yeah. Which is number one in... Japanese. Yeah. Also made a cameo appearance in Friends. Yes. Blue lipstick. Yes. Ichiban for men. (laughs) I knew I'd heard it before. It's just a really entertaining show. It's very memeable, if that makes sense. Like, as yeah. soon... I mean, it came out... When we started watching it, it was probably on Netflix for maybe a couple of days. And I searched it on Twitter thinking, ain't nobody tweeting about this. Listen, <laughs> people are standing for Neo Yokio. I stand We Neo-Yokio. stand for Neo Yokio now and for series. Carrie. So it's six episodes, 20 minutes each. I binged <clears> it in one night, so it's two hours long. I was like, I'm not going to spread this out over a couple of days because what's the point? I watched it all... And then I became a member of the fandom. I went on to Tumblr, as you do after you finish a show, read all the spoilers, the fan theories, the fan fiction. It's all there, people. Do it. It's amazing. It's such a good show. Like, apart from, like, you know, the social culture around it. It's, I mean... Overthrowing the bourgeoisie. Which I I really appreciate that right now. Everyone's really into, like, overthrowing the upper class. And I'm here for it. People are into being bougie as well you can't lie yeah but it's like it reminded me of um you know that meme about the the twitter thing there's like the twitter proletariat with 140 yes. characters the... and the bourgeoisie of the 280 <laughs> characters you must overthrow them i was like i'm here for it i'm really enjoying this talk this fight club-esque talk <laughs> like bun capitalism that is what that's <laughs> actually the phrase i used to you and i was like oh yeah you'll like the last episode it's like fight club and, and like, it sort in, of was. Yeah, in, in a way. But please watch it. It is. Do you know what? Actually, if you're an anime kind of person, you might think this is shit because it's not, you know, massively violent or has like crazy deep storylines. Anything it's not like that, that smart. Yeah, it's just an easy, quick watch and it just takes the piss out of yourself. So for all those anime connoisseurs, like, don't, don't freak out over this. It's just, it's just fun. But watch it because I know you love to moan about it. That's like, oh, Neo Yokio, blah, blah, blah. It's not real anime. No, 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 no. And that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, it's just dumb. <laughs> but that's why we it like is, it so it's much. It's good. Like, there's so many, like, people in it. Like, and it's, you know, th- big things that are made a big thing out of in other shows aren't made a thing out of. Like, everyone's got, like, either an American or British accent, but no one registers which is which. Mm. Like, it's all, it's all, it just happens. And, you know, people that are dark-skinned have white family members but it's not mentioned because yeah, it's not important that is one thing i really enjoyed that no one point has really pointed out the fact that this is an anime series with a black lead wow we probably should have said that from the start but it's like because the show doesn't really make a point of it yeah. neither do we so that's no. what i really enjoyed that it's not this 
this crazy rare thing. It's like, no, this is like what's going to be normal from yeah. now on and we're not going to make a big deal out of it. It very much focuses on classism. Yeah. Which a lot of people think doesn't exist anymore. In Britain, it definitely it, does. It's def- it's, I think classism is very much more of a British thing. Yeah. Then I think in America, it's definitely seeped in racism. Yeah. Whether it's with Black Lives Matter or the, the treatment of like Native Americans or South Americans. But Britain is very much still in that whole class divide thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's the strangest thing. It's weird because like when you transcend it, it's like you still feel so out of place. Yeah. And I think in Neo Yokio, like, you know, you have the the people, he's called Archangelo. He's, is it East Side? He's an East Side gentleman. Yeah. He's an East Side gentleman, you know, it plays off the whole Long Island thing where you wet, like in the Great Gatsby, West Egg, East Egg. Basically old money versus new money. Yeah. Nouveau riche. And like he just does not respect him even though Kaz is battling him for this number one bachelor he literally does not respect him at all but some of the lines are just so funny like, like Karl Lagerfeld said vanity is the healthiest thing in life when they go shopping it's like oh Archangelo do you live here I wish I did me too <laughs> <laughs> or like I love water it brought us nautical fashion I'm just like yes I love going outside with references. wet hair. It makes me feel like a Gucci model. Like, I've been using Infinite Elegance all weekend and I've been calling people a herb. Oh my God, what does a herb mean? It's basically just an idiot. <laughs> but I love it. Like, God, you're such a herb. Like, oh. I so. I just, oh, I love it. I saw you tweet it and I was like, oh, Neo Yoki reference. Yes, we're here for it. We stand for it. So we highly recommend you watch it. Yes, available to watch on Netflix. And it's downloadable. So for you. For your commute. <laughs> I can't speak. For your commute. Download Neo Yokio. Do that. So. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening to us. And if you agree or disagree or just want to share whatever your thoughts are on what we've been discussing for this past half an hour or so, then please, please, please share it with us on Twitter. Our account is at MessyPlanet. And yeah, we promise we won't be um, away for this long. We are truly very sorry for that. Yeah, soz about that. Um, I mean, soz not soz, we've been having fun. But we realised that we've been missing doing this. Fun, existential crisis. I mean, it's between (laughs) the two. So we've we've been busy, just know that. an existential crisis between friends? Exactly. So yeah, guys, we'll be back soon with another episode on problematic faves because that is basically all we talk about. Yeah, people getting prego. And all sorts of drums, all sorts of drums. All sorts of drums. We're going to have World War 3 soon, so hold on to your hats for that. Exactly. Getting these episodes while we still can. Yep. Bye. <laughs>